Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, hello. Welcome to Bachelor. Oh, you ready for me? I was waiting for your hello, hello. That's hello, how we open the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Bachelor Blab. I'm Jackie Maroney. I'm Erin McNaught. And it is hometowns, baby. It's been a long <laughs> journey, but we've made it home at last. I have one question for you, Erin, before we get started. Tell me. Um, if you were on The Bachelor and you were taking The Bachelor to your hometown, what would be your activity in Branchburg, New Jersey? Adam and I literally had this conversation yesterday, and he was like, what would you even do with someone? And I had such a hard time answering it, because what do you do in Bridgeburg, New Jersey? I have a couple thoughts, but... So my (laughs) my one thought was, like, something that I actually do with my family a lot, which is go to Old York Winery. Yeah, that's what I thought would be yours. Wine and cheese plate at Old York Winery is kind of, like, my essential hometown day, for sure. Maybe a quick stop at Seoul. Mexican cantina on the way home for a quesadilla. Yes, the classic hometown bar that famously lets in underage children. Um, (laughs) Oh yeah, they're they're gonna gonna be banned from them. Or you know, do we just go to Willie McBride's? Maybe. Maybe. What would be yours? I don't know. I I had also thought of Old York Winery because I can't think of any other like thing that is cute, cute little thing to do. But then I was like, if I wanted to be. Like, if I pulled a Madison, and I would take him to, like, the station house or, like, Somerville High School stage and be like, this is where I performed all my plays. And, like... Yes. But also, I thought Madison... We'll get to it, but I thought Madison bringing him to her college, like, basketball stadium was sad and weird. Oh, you didn't like it? No. Oh, I, I think her it. whole obsession... We will we'll get, get into, into Madison. Um, I mean, other than that, I don't know what I would do. Like, take him to White Oak Park? Yeah. Let's like, go this a, is where let's, I... Let's go on a mile run to White Oak Park. Like, yeah. that's, that's what I do. Nature trail. Um, no one else is, who's listening to this besides our few OGs who listen to this podcast are going to think any of this is funny or even know what we're talking about. But these are beautiful landmarks in our hometown of Branchburg, New Jersey. I think, final answer, I would take, like, my bachelor to the choir room at Somerville High School. That feels right. <laughs> and be like, let's do some vocal warm-ups. And like, yeah, do like a little singing thing. Anyway, is that sad? No, did I, I love peak, that Did I peak in high school? No. Questionable. All right. Did I peak at Old York Winery? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> still peaking. Still peaking. <laughs> All right. Knoxville, Tennessee. Hannah and Why are you fi- skipping my favorite section? Oh, sorry. What was Jackie doing oh. slash eating as she was Oh, the well, show? I had just gotten back from L.A. So I was on the plane Monday night coming back from L.A. I went there for a little visit. And so I was so bummed because I got home at like 9, 9.30 after it had already started. But then I realized just because, because I, I don't have cable. I just watch on the ABC app and you can live stream it. And so if you miss it, you can't rewind on the ABC app. But if you log in through like to your cable provider, like at Comcast Xfinity, they have a whole section where you can like hmm, stream the channels. And apparently, probably my mom had already recorded The Bachelor like on her TV so I could access it through Comcast Xfinity. So I actually watched it when I got home from LA really late Monday night. But I watched it pure. I didn't take notes while watching it. Like I normally watch every single episode and take notes, but I watched it for pure entertainment value and then went back the next day and took notes. I don't know if that affected my experience or not. 
But it was kind of freeing to just watch the show without I, having to, like, worry about anything. Because I was just tired off the plane. I just, like, wanted to watch it. Yeah. That is actually... Having to take notes on the show makes me have, uh, like, like the show less. Because yes. I feel like I have to watch it. I feel like I have a deadline to watch it by. Like, sometimes I just am not in the mood to watch The Bachelor. I understand that. So it feels like less of a treat and more of, like, work to do. Yeah, because well, you, you can't just sit back and be like, oh, this no, is, you gotta, like, like, write down and, what people are and saying. And actually have thoughts about things, yeah. It's hard so, to have opinions, guys. So if you, if you got the time, watch these two-hour episodes twice. And... <laughs> And take notes the second time. There you go. That's the moral of the story. All right. Hannah Ann, Knoxville, Tennessee. There you go. I like the intro. So they did some axe throwing. Um, I don't know. Overall, like, do we need to go through every single thing that they did or just, like, an overall consensus of the hometown date? Um, well, I thought <laughs> axe throwing at first, I was like, people do this for work happy hour. Like, this is a lame date. That's the date I thought was lame. But then really? I've actually done axe throwing and it is hard. I've never done it. It is really hard to, well, I'm also not that coordinated, but sure. it is, I thought it was difficult to get the axe to stick in the thing. So I thought that was fine. I mean, she wants him to impress her dad with his manliness. Like, okay, but that's fine. Yeah, no, the, the axe throwing was fine for me. But then also the, the actual family interaction, it just, it was very classic hometowns. It was Oh, the dad is doubting things, and then they talk through it, and uh, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I feel like the most important moment of that hometown date was the fact that Hannah Ann said she's in love with Peter, and Peter said he's falling in love. He has only said that to Hannah Ann, and then he's flat out in love with Madison after this hometown. But I low key think him and Hannah Ann are the most compatible match right now. Describe my face. What did my face just look like? <laughs> when you said Aaron that? just like shut up and gave me like a horrible stink eye. I think. I mean, we'll get into Madison's date, but I like he is so obsessed with the idea of Madison, and I don't think they're actually compatible in any way. Whereas like Hannah Ann is a model from Knoxville, Tennessee. She's obviously gonna move to LA and be a little influencer. Peter Weber, famously not ready for marriage, is just still living in Los Angeles, hanging out with like Kylie Jenner and like. Stoss and that's Kylie's friend's name, right? Like, and this whole, I don't know, he's been spotted with these kinds of people. So it's like, dude, Hannah Ann would fit right in. A little, a cute little model mm. influencer. And she seems to actually really care about him. He seems to be super into her. You don't think so? I just find, I think she's fine. Like, she's fine, right? Like, she's, to me, she is blah. Like, she is this, like, cute little Instagrammer. She's got, she's really pretty. She's pretty in pictures. Yeah. That's fine. Please move to L.A. Please, like, that all is fine and dandy. But she's blah. Like, I just find their relationship and their love, quote-unquote, making air quotes, fake. You, you don't love yeah. him, Hannah Ann, and he does not love you. Neither one of you love each other. Like, this is not love. This is, well, like... it's a little bit, like... It's I think this boy is cute. Right, it's well, they're literally writing each other these little and notes. And I don't have a problem with, like, written, like, note, like notes. Like, that's very sweet, but it just feels fake. Like, it does not feel real to me. And Peter says at the end, um, all I wanted was that validation. And I just feel mm -hmm. like he is into her because she is saying that she's into him. It's the same thing that went happened with Hannah B and Luke P., like, right? Like, he came in, like, hard out the gate. Like, I'm here for you. I really like you. And she was like, oh, thank goodness. Like, I feel like Peter's falling in love with Hannah Ann, air quotes, is 
just him being like, oh, thank goodness somebody here likes me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah. I I totally hear what you're saying, though, where I feel like lifestyle-wise and what's probably going to happen after this, sure, they probably have the best chance to last. Yeah, well, because otherwise, it's like, if not, like, do you think any of them will... No, but I, I, I famously, Peter's not ready for marriage <laughs> or know. even for a long-term relationship. So, I mean, yeah, I think you make a good case for why Hannah Ann would be the best one. I just don't buy their love story. And I watched The Bachelor because I want a love story. Not that I think I'm getting one this season. Yeah. We gave up on that weeks and weeks ago. But I just don't believe that they're in love. So you don't think there'll be, like, a Madison-Peter uh, love story? We'll get into it. Okay. I have the only other thing I wanted to say about Hannah Ann was that I thought her family was really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, the sister bonding was really, really sweet. I mean, I don't have a sister, so I don't understand that. But I was like, oh, like this is nice. Um, and I liked her dad. I mean, I love questioning by anybody's dad. I like when it's not done in a way that it's like, ooh, you got to give me, like, like he's acting like he's going to give somebody, like they're exchanging sheep, like cattle for, you know. I didn't feel that way from him. I just felt like he was like, yeah, I'm not buying it, dude. Yeah, and I was like, like he felt yeah, like, I'm not buying it, dude, either, so. He was just being protective over his daughter, like, look, dude, but famous, famously, he's like, look, saying you're falling in love is a very serious word. Please don't use that word with my daughter unless you are, like, and here more he or less going to pick her is what I interpreted what he was saying to be. Because he, I think he said, he's like, you know, don't say it unless you, like, really mean it. He, he but said, I think really what, okay, he yeah, said, yeah. you have the quote. Don't say that to her unless you truly mean it. Don't say that word to her unless that's wholeheartedly what you mean. Don't waste the word. Which I loved how he said that. Because I feel like Peter does waste the word. Yes. Which is why I also, even at the end of this, probably not going to believe Peter. Because he thinks he's in love with anyone. Right. But I also thought it was incredibly disrespectful of Peter. Because I think what her dad is saying is incredibly valid. Like, dude, we're on a TV show. You're dating three other people. I want to protect my daughter's feelings. I don't want her to, like, think this is something it's not. Yes. Um, don't say that to her unless you mean it. And then Peter turns around literally five seconds later and is like, I'm falling in love with you. And it's like, Peter, he just, I don't know. Because while I think they're the, the most compatible, I don't think she is his front runner by any means. Like, I think, obviously, he's obsessed with Madison. But I think he weird, has this weird thing with Victoria F, with, which we'll get into I, like, she's just, like, a throwaway for him. I don't know. Part of me wonders also if just editing, like, we haven't seen everything with yeah. Peter and Hannah Ann. Because just basically where I'm at is, what I have seen of Peter and Hannah Ann's relationship, I do not understand how that could possibly, in the conversations that we've seen, equate to them being in love. But it's also possible that there's been conversations or moments that were cut out and we haven't seen because, you know, they had to have all of that drama included instead. So we may be being gypped out of yeah. moments maybe that the these producers thought we wouldn't want to see that would contribute to that. I don't know. But he's fallen in love like a big idiot. And, so. and creepily wants her to say it again. When she says, I love you, and he whispers her, he's like, say it again. And she like, says that? Yeah, well, right before. Where they're, they're I in, was like, too busy typing my notes. They're in the car. Like, she's about to get into the car, or he's about to get into the car. Like, when they're saying their goodbye kiss. Because she was already like, I, like, I'm in love with you, Peter. Like, I love you. And he's like, say it again. And she's like, I love Right, you. well, because he's just getting off to somebody. Literally. It was, like, weirdly sexual. And I'm like, this is. He's like, yeah, somebody loves <laughs> me. Literally. It does not matter who is saying it. He's just happy to be loved. Aw, which is so sad. Oh, the whole thing, this whole season is just a train wreck of sadness. Yeah. Speaking of which, <laughs> Kelsey's hometown. First and foremost, way to make Iowa look fun, Kelsey. 
I loved her date. I thought it was so thoughtful, probably because mine would be very similar. Right. But I was just like, this is... I don't know what goes on in Iowa. I was, Probably not much. I I've never been, but I'm just going to go out on a limb and say... I don't think there's that much going on. And I just... So she found something fun to do that was sweet. And it was kind of, like, related to the fact that, like, they drank wine in different places and they both like it. I just... I stand Oh, so you were like... Oh, I thought you were, like, being a little sarcastic. No, I am a Kelsey Because I was like... Well, I do think picking the wine thing was cute. And she's like, you know, this is something we... Yeah, we've been around the world and we talk about... Like, maybe that's something they bond over and they talk about different wines. They like it. Great. You didn't like it. Well, I just thought, like, like oh, yes, I, oh, oh, yes, Iowa, the place where they make all the wines. It's just, like... Right. I know. And I guess it's, like, same thing for, like, Old York Winery. It's, like, right, no one thinks of wine when they think of New Jersey. But Old York Winery is, like, way cuter than this winery was. It was just, like, a little, like... But if that's all Iowa has... sad winery, and I was, like, okay. <laughs> I guess you're right, yeah. She's, what she's Iowa has. dealing with what she... Like, she's working with what she has. Another thing that I noted, too, is apparently the grapes that they were smushing with their feet are not, like, actually wine grapes. Like, those were very much, like, grapes you buy at the grocery store, but that's not the kind of grapes you... Like, wine grapes are, like, little. Yeah, oh, that whole setup with the bucket was very not legitimate at all, and it was kind of an insult to the viewers to assume that we wouldn't know what it looks like when people make wine. My parents make wine on a regular basis, y'all. Like, oh. At, not at all. See, I actually, place. I mean, okay, I didn't really, as much as I love wine, I did not know, like, They also didn't, the like, situation. wash their feet. I was going to say, I thought it was disgusting. <laughs> it was gross. I, that was the part of the date I did not need, but I just like Kelsey so much that I'm willing to forgive her. Wow, you really like her. I do. Do you think she, is she bachelorette material? I would love to see her as the bachelorette. Really? I do not think that others agree with me, and I don't <laughs> think that she has enough of a social media following to be picked. I don't True. think it's going to be her, but I would enjoy watching her. Would you? I feel like I like her, but I, I don't think she's entertaining. Like, I think she's boring. But what I like, right, and the reason I liked Hannah B so much from the jump, like, I was never wary on Hannah B. I was like, this is going to be good because, and I, not that she, she's a very different personality from Hannah B, but she has genuine vulnerability in yeah. the same way. Whereas compared to, like, Victoria F. vulnerability is fake vulnerability, like, victim role playing yeah Kelsey is actually truly vulnerable like the moments with her family where you just see her like getting really teared up because she's so afraid of getting hurt like who hasn't been there and I just find her in that sense very relatable maybe it's just because like I see a lot of myself in Kelsey that could be part of it too but I find Kelsey relatable no I like her like don't get me wrong I like her she's totally relatable seems like a very normal like as for as much like shit she had in the yep. beginning like actually seems like pretty like level-headed seems to have strong friendships out of this whole process that's all great yeah I just I don't know if she could really carry the whole season I read what charisma wise what I read was that she like doesn't have the it factor and I do see that she is I feel like she is missing a little bit of the it factor but for me she's I think she's my favorite from the season whoa yeah I mean slim pickings but (laughs) so the house portion of Kelsey's date she tells him she's in love with him. Yes. His eyes do not light up. Like, he has no reaction to it, which sucks. Um, and he says he sees a future, but he doesn't say he's falling well, in love. Do you think his opinions changed about Kelsey once he got that same type of validation from Hannah Ann? Like, I feel like his thing with Kelsey was like, oh my god, at least somebody here is actually here for me. Because clearly, up until that point, it seemed like none of them were. Like, no one had really expressed... A, strong feelings like that other than Kelsey and I feel like he kept bringing her because he loved hearing that someone was into him 
And then as soon as he was like, oh, Hannah Ann also is in love with me. Mm, I like Hannah Ann more, so probably, like, by Kelsey. Like, I feel like that's the reason why he brought Kelsey this far, was because she was so into him, not because he was into her. I think that makes a lot of sense. I also read, this is totally a rumor, like, this is tea that is not verified, um, that <laughs> he was between tea. bringing Kelly or Kelsey to hometowns, and the producers thought, remember I told you, that Kelsey oh, would yeah. have a more dramatic hometown, which is why he picked her, so I feel like she was always kind of at the bottom of the list here, yeah. which again is why I just felt like it was so mean, him sitting there and being like, I can see a future with you, blah, blah. Not that I'm saying, like, he should just, like, quit it and send her home or whatever, but it just, I just felt so sad. Yeah, I mean, she was clearly blindsided when she did go home. It's just, yeah. like, it's not very nice. The Crab Rangoon thing I thought was weird. Cause yes, I, like, I had that written down, too. I, I think like, they're the most disgusting foods in the world. I don't like them. I mean, I love, like, the fact that they were, like, randomly serving this random, like, Chinese food at their dinner. Well, at the dinner that nobody seemed to eat. I, yeah, but I was like, hey, someone ate the food. Yeah. That, especially with hometowns. It, I really always feel bad for the food, honestly, because it always yes, that so good at Madison's hometown. Yes, yes, I was yes, upset yes. about the steak. <laughs> Cooked perfectly, like medium rare, that beautiful nice and red, red center. Yes, 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 yes. I was bummed about that. I was so upset. I was like, somebody, <laughs> somebody eat this steak. Because at least when they're on the other dates and like it's, it seems obvious to me. It's like oh, they're like at a resort or something. Like this is clearly just like restaurant food or. But I guess they wouldn't expect the family to cook food then just to, like, not eat it. I'm sure that's also catered restaurant food. Probably. But it still just looks a little bit, like, more effort went into, like, even plating the whole thing as opposed to a restaurant just, like, plops down a dish that they were going to throw out anyway. Yeah. Something about the hometowns, it always, always, I'm like, wow, they just sat down to this beautiful meal and now they're going to get up and go fucking talk in another room? I know. Like, Madison, your steak is getting cold. Somebody eat the steak. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me in there. Um, but, yeah, that's all I have to say about Kelsey. Um, I just thought, I thought her family seemed very um, realistic and supportive. Yeah. I thought they did, they struck a nice balance of being like, we, if you're happy, we're happy, but we're also here for me, for you if, if this, you know, doesn't sure. work no, out. No, they seemed so normal. I really, I really liked her, fa- I liked a lot of the families. I was trying to be like, trying to be more positive this episode, <laughs> um, and I liked the families, and just overall, I just thought that she was just very vulnerable in a really sweet way, and. All right, you stand really hard. We get to go, Team Kelsey. So now we're headed to Auburn, Alabama. <laughs> Auburn, Madison. Alabama. There you go. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about. Madison. I mean, most of them like about her whole family dynamic and all of that. But um, what do you think about the first part of the date? Yeah, the the basketball thing. I just, I mean, and granted, it's not my thing. And I feel like if I did my own hometown date of the high school choir room, other people would be like, "This is lame and weird." But I just, like, getting this excited about college basketball is weird to me. And the fact that, like, I think Madison did play basketball at Auburn Auburn in college. But, like, I don't know. But her dad's the coach of, like, the men's team. I don't know. Just getting excited about, I guess I get it. It's her school. I don't know. Getting excited for a team you, like, don't play it for. It's just, I... The whole basketball thing, I just didn't like it. I don't like basketball. It felt unrelatable to you. See, I thought the date was very thoughtful. I mean, the little school cheer thing was weird, and I literally wrote down, they are dorks, Um, which is fine because they can be dorks together. But I thought, like, the Charles Barkley thing, the jerseys with his name on it, the coach seemed really cool. Like, it just seemed very thoughtful, and we haven't gotten to see a lot of Madison and her personality, so it was nice to see, like, 
hey, these are the things that she's into and these are the people that she surrounds herself with. Yeah, it just made me, like, more not into her because I was like, wow, this girl's boring. Like, well, she really? loves basketball. She loves she's, basketball. I just can't. good at basketball. I know, she is good and that's great. That's the thing is, it's, I just, I cannot relate to being so into a sport. A sport. <laughs> okay. Like, a sport is just, like, it's silly. It's just, it's one team versus the other team and then someone wins and then they do it all over again the next time. Like, I just don't. <laughs> Can't you say the same thing about a play? No, plays move you emotionally. <laughs> like it's I don't know. And on this podcast episode, Jackie has taken a hard stance <laughs> against, against organized all sports. <laughs> the thing is, like I enjoy I enjoy a sport to watch every now and then. I just like you, even in life in general, when people get like so into, I, and I know what I'm saying is going to be. Not a popular opinion. Wildly controversial. Wildly controversial opinion. You heard it here first. She's when canceled, people y'all. are so into, like, the Super Bowl, and it's like, this is our year! Yes, we're the champions! And it's like, okay, well, guess what? We're doing it all over again in, like, nine months. So, like, who cares? I feel you so- win, you lose, you move on. It's- I feel so sad for you. Why? <laughs> that actually makes me feel sad. Why? I, I don't really care that much about sports. Like, I'm not super into sports, but I, I, I understand that feeling of competitiveness where you're just so, like, it's just, it's an air of competition. It's friendly competition in the best way where when your team wins, like, you just get to be the most excited, obnoxious People. What really changed my mind Until, about it, like, the next time. That's no, what I don't get. But what totally changed my feelings on it was being in Philly for the win of the Super Bowl. They had never won. Like, they had yeah. never won. It was a huge deal. You go outside in the streets. People are, like, spraying beer out of their car windows. And strangers are coming up and, like, hugging you. And it's just this, like, amazing feeling of, like, camaraderie and community and, like, pride in where you come from. So I do, I do get that. Um, but I also think that, like, I have, and I, so I right, get but it's it. fleeting, right? Like, you guys, yeah. you have that big celebration. Because it was the same in Boston when I lived there, too. Right. But then again, the Patriots win all the time, so it's yeah, not the a Patriots serious. don't understand what it's like to be an underdog. Also, um, boo, Patriots. But it was the same type of thing where everyone's in the streets, like, everyone's united, but then in two months, like, it's, it's over. Like, it's... I feel like it's, it's just like, and then we do it all over again. It's like the Super Bowl happens every year, guys. It's fine. Yeah, That's what I, how I feel. It's a pride thing, though, right? Like, if you look at, I mean, my college wasn't very good at sports, so I didn't really get this yeah. experience. But if you look at, you know, like, major colleges where they're, like, playing sports, it's like people are really proud that their school went. It's just a competitive thing. No, I know. No, I get competitive. Why? No, I get being proud. It's just so with the fascinating. But with the sports, it just it happens ev- the same every time. It's like okay, you were the champions for one so year, but next, uh, it's stop bringing plays into this. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, okay, great. The first Broadway cast of Wicked was amazing, and right. then the next Broadway cast of Wicked was right. Amazing. I don't need to see next... Wicked every single year. Mm. Like you know, you what I mean? want them to have to play a different sport every time. One year the Patriots have to play hockey and then they have to play baseball. No, because it's, I don't know, it's just, I don't know, it's just to me, it's like, it's it's, it's an ever-revolving door of like, winning and losing. That's hilarious. Is it? Yeah. I know it's an unpopular opinion. People are going to be like, we love the Super Bowl, shut up. And I too like the Super Bowl. Like, I like watching it. I think it's a fun day. But I'm not going to like cry about it the next day if we lose. Right. Whoever my we is, whoever I'm rooting for. I think, but it, and it's also, right, that community of where you're from, but also, like, a lot of family pride. Because a lot of, I mean, my family, we all root for different teams. 
but a lot of it, it's like passed down like this is who my grandfather rooted for and yeah. this is who and my dad and I feel dad like that's definitely who it is from what it is for Madison cuz like they yeah. are all like they're at their table going it's eagle it's part of a, your identity as a family so i get that too i'm just saying i get it crazy you, to you me. don't have to get it um yeah for don't don't get me so, all right i let's leave the this arena this going to be too long if we keep going on about this all right yeah so then they leave the auburn arena we go to madison's house it's very nice mm-hmm. um adam and i commentated on real estate in the south we're like, yeah. oh, darn, we really need to move to the south. Crazy. Um, All these people had really gorgeous homes. Although, which, Kelsey's was rented. Did you know that? Oh, because I was going to say, her, their house was so beautiful. So, so sometimes, and I think actually Madison's house was, the the house that we saw was the head coach's house. So sometimes oh. they, like, I pull, did know that, fast one that on, they yeah. did. I just didn't know they had this um, episode. Yeah, I mean, not that it matters, but so, but I think sometimes it is their real house. That's annoying to me. Really? Yeah, if producers came into my childhood home and were like, yeah, this isn't going to be good enough for TV, I would be like, then I'm not good enough for TV. Like, I feel like it's rude. I know. I, Your I, house is too crappy for our show. Some pe- some people online try to argue it as just like a space thing because they need all the crew and, and mm. everyone, but yeah. That's fair. But the, yeah, I feel like kind of shitty. Yeah. Because the house they rented for Kelsey was so nice. It was like very, I don't know. Oh, well. But anyway, but moral story, yes. Womp, Move womp, to the womp. south if you want a big house because that is where they're at, and they are and eat with a Madison's family if you want people really to compliment, mistake. people oh. to compliment you <laughs> oh. because you have the special. Again, plate. I thought it was okay. Here's why I think Peter kind of can get along with Madison, but I do think in general they're not very compatible. They both have that same like weird incestuous trait where their families love each other way too much. Her family was too loving. I will say it. <laughs> I love, see, I loved the special plate. What? No, it's too much. It's too, I okay. like. I'll, I said my thing about the Super Bowl. You, you say your thing about the special plate. I just, I lo- I liked the special plate. I was like, I want the special plate. But I think that I, I, I think I feel that way because, like, my, my brothers and I fought all growing up, right? Like, I fought with them all the time. We still fight on a regular basis. Like, my family yeah. just has a very, like, bickering, like, jabby, dynamic to us, which is fine most of the time. But every once in a while, oh my god, what I wouldn't give for my brother to be forced to compliment me and then actually get to a point where it's just genuine. Like, they just were, like, genuinely saying really nice things about her. And I'm sorry if I don't want to compliment every once in a while. I don't care if it's forced from a corny tradition. I'll take it however I can get it. Okay. Do you hear that, Mom and Dad? Special place. (laughs) Coming to family dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's just, it was It was corny. Yeah, too much. And it's just like... It was exactly what I expected, though. I was not surprised at all. The prayers. Yeah. The only thing I was surprised by was how good the steak looked and how no one touched it. I know. (laughs) Really? Oh, and that they were toasting with sweet tea. Yeah, well, then I was thinking, I was like, does Madison not drink? Like, is she that kind of religious? And then I was thinking back, I noticed when they did the champagne toast later at the rose ceremony, it never, like, touched her lips and she kind of, like, put it down and then, like, went to go talk to Peter about her whole thing... Someone said online that... I don't know. I haven't seen her drink or not. Someone said online that they were, like, trying to pay attention to that to see, and they said that she seemed a little bit drunk in one of the episodes, which, again, is just people saying, like, oh, this person seems this way, but for the most part, like, no one's really seen her drink. And it might not even be, like, a a religious thing. It might just be, like, like not her thing. Yeah. But I thought um, that was interesting. Yeah, or maybe just her family's not big drinkers, so she just, like, doesn't really do it a lot, Or but it's not, like, a hard line... 
Right. Like her, like her virginity is, which also I Let's think get to that. the fact that her family like knows all about it was weird to me. They're very involved. Yeah, like her dad saying, you know, Peter, she's just so pure. I was like, yeah. that was rough. That was disgusting. We've kept her real nice for you. Like it just felt like it just fe- that he didn't say that, but I oh. feel like that's what he was saying. Yes, like I, ooh, we like I've done my job to keep my dog. Like I don't. I, and you know, and I'm not trying to knock any no. sort of religious personal choices. That is, but I just feel like that is a personal choice for Madison. That even her parents don't need to be so overly involved with, even if it's something that they know vaguely know about because it's kind of just like within their community and within their church. Like everyone kind of does this. The fact that like her parent, I mean, and I'm sure production kind of like pushed the issue, but the fact that her parents are sitting down multiple times and being like, "Have you addressed this very intimate personal thing that I should not know about you?" with this man you're dating was, like, a little cringy to me. It was cringy to watch. I felt almost bad for her mom in that conversation because I felt like her mom was having, wanted to have this conversation with her daughter, did not want to talk about it in front of cameras, and was trying to find a way to, to like, check on her daughter without, like, explicitly saying this. I don't know. I guess she's just really close with her parents. More power to her, but I just don't know why she came on The Bachelor. Right. Which just made me question her authenticity at the end of the day. Because Not that she, these aren't her choices for herself, but I'm just that's saying, fine. It's like, just, you didn't come here, no one comes to The Bachelor for love, like, and you clearly didn't because of, like, your actual version of a husband is not someone you're going to find on The Bachelor. Like, are you kidding? Like At all. Um, the only, the one Unless thing, it's Lou P. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. The one thing I did appreciate, appreciate about Peter in this whole episode was he did not once ask any of these dads for their blessings. Mm-hmm. Which I liked. Not that I have an issue with the tradition of asking... If, if if the girl that you want to marry, or the guy that you want to marry, whatever, if that's important to her that you ask her dad or his dad for a blessing, great. By all means, do it. I know that people get very on it because it's like very patriarchal. You're asking for permission, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But it always makes me uncomfortable in hometowns when they ask, and there's three other people. Because I, almost, I find that just... It's like... It like makes it... It devalues it because it devalues it because it's, it's, just, it. it's, it's like, like well oh, you're, you're asking on like just in case you're like oh well just in case yeah. I I whittle these all down and then your girl's left can I marry her but it's like when you when you is that what they usually they ask right Colton no they, they, no they no they normally ask which I think is very telling of how maybe the season is going to end that Peter has no Peter's intention like, of go give me a blessing married yeah no I and I think when you actually Peter do at this something point like just that, wants a girlfriend. He's like, please, one of you stick around long enough to yeah. be my girlfriend for yeah. a little while. Oh, he just wants to be loved. Please, someone stick around long enough to do the press tour with me. Literally. <laughs> Don't make me do it alone. I know. Um, what was I saying? Just, y- you know, when people are, like, actually getting married and you have that conversation, it's just, like, there's actual intent behind it. And, when, yeah, when they do it with all three, all four, it's just kind of like, all right, well, this is, like, yeah. Not real. I don't know. I mean, at the end of the... I think Madison is so obviously his frontrunner. I mean, he said he's in love with Madison. And he said, I love moment. Madison. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I just... I don't get why he's so... Like, she's a very cute girl. Seems very sweet. They seem to really get along. But, like... Dude, your lifestyles are not compatible. Like, I don't see why he thinks that, like, that's going to be his... Like, Peter, are you going to sit at the table with your whole family holding hands with Madison and lead them in prayer? Like, it's just... It, I just think they're so incompatible, and it's, like, so ridiculous to me that he thinks that's his frontrunner. Yeah. I, I, really, I do like, though, that she is kind of, like, being a little bit slow. I, I wrote, um, 
she's not saying she's in love with him. I like that. She's taking her time. But also, like, he's a big slut. Like, we all know about the windmill. Like, not slut-shaming Peter at all. Do right. you, dude. But clearly your values Don't do not align. align. And, it, and this feels like something that is not going to, like, oh, we'll get on track eventually. Like, it, it just doesn't. Yeah. If she, like... Yeah, I guess that's a decision she has to make. Is she okay with his past? It's also going to be very dependent on what happens in the next episode and what happens in the future. Yeah. I also think, though, too, one more thing before we, like, move on from this, I guess, or unless you have more things to say. I don't like that she still has not brought up to him her her choices about her virginity and her... Mm. Like, the fact that, like, it's they made it seem like at the end of the rose ceremony she runs up to him and maybe says something... But I don't even know if that's the right. Like, we're going into fantasy suites literally next week. There needs to like this is something Madison that is very serious and very important to you, and really is going to determine the, your compatibility with Peter if he that's something he can get on board with or be aligned with. And to not even bring it up until like literally day of, I think is a little. I I don't know if selfish is like too strong a word, but it's just a little like. I don't know. Dishonest? Like, not Wrong. even, not dishonest, because I almost feel like she's avoiding it because she knows, like, he's not going to, like, like what she has to say. Yeah. And, it, and it's just like, all right, well, you guys are moving forward, like, not really presenting the whole truth here of, like, what the reality of this relationship is going to be. I felt at the end of her date, when she's just kind of talking to the camera, I don't know what she was saying, but the look on her face to me felt very much like, crap, how did I get here? Like, I almost th- feel like she never expected to make it this far. And then she kind of is standing there at the end and is like, oh, no. Like, now I, now I got to do something about this, right? Yeah. I don't know. But, and, and I get how that can happen. But, yeah, Madison, you got to do something about it. And you putting off this conversation, a very serious conversation, like, knowing what is coming up next week is, is not going to make it any better. I think, it's based imm- on the previews, it's actually going to make it way worse. Like, it's, it's immature. But yes. She's 23. She has no business being on this show, (laughs) in my opinion. Like, she's too young. I don't know when she brings up her quote-unquote ultimatum with Peter, more or less, but I just think if it is something that she brings up, like, on the day of her fantasy suite, I think that's a little It seems like she brings it up. And that's what it seems like. Right at the end of the episode. No, I think she chased after him to go tell him then. I think that's what she's Even feeling. that, it's like, you don't want to have, like, a, a moment, maybe, like, on a, a sit-down or something, just, like, a quick, oh, yeah, also, by the way, that's kind of, like, a big I know bomb to drop on someone, because, you know, like, she has her values, but, like, intimacy is an important part of a relationship, and he, quote, he says he's getting engaged at the end of this, and, like, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. We'll have to see next week how it plays out, yeah. but I, I, I see myself having similar views as you. Yeah. All right, Victoria F, save the best for last. <laughs> I don't actually think she's the best. I, I just think, like, oh as my far God, as I have to leave right now. <laughs> I just think as far as content-wise and discussion-wise. Oh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about us. here. We're no, in Vir- she, I, I'm not going to say, yeah, not a fan. We're in Virginia <laughs> Beach. Virginia Beach. The dog is cute. Mm-hmm. Peter with black jeans and leather, pa- le- no, black jeans and a leather jacket on the beach. I was like, have you ever been to a beach? <laughs> Which he clearly has because he's from California. Yeah. Um... Victoria says, our dates haven't been easy. I said, I wonder why. <laughs> Let's get into it. Uh, I mean, so, they, yeah, they do their all-time photos. They do their ice cream, whatever. They do a classic day. And I will say, in those moments, like, at the all-time photos, like, they're, 
their rapport with each other actually felt genuine. Like, they seemed like they were genuinely laughing and genuinely having a good time. I was like, who is this person? All of a sudden, all positive. They seemed like they, they're kind of like a kind of couple that kind of like, like, has a good, like, back and forth. Like, they, they're kind of like friends where they give each other shit and just kind of yes. like... And that's what he says. He says, I can see Victoria as the kind of person who would also be my best friend. And I think that's why he likes her. Yeah. Um, But there's plenty of reasons not to like her. How did she get Hunter Hayes to give them a private concert? I think only because he has that song, I don't want easy, I want crazy. And the producers were like, this is the perfect lyric for this whole situation. Hunter Hunter Hayes Hayes is kind of famous. Oh, yeah. That's a big song. Everyone knows that song. I love Hunter Hayes. I, Adam and I were literally like, wait, what? Like, does she, what? And I think Adam probably made the joke, but does she date him too? I know, like, I wrote that down too. <laughs> like, ha, like, oh, just casually. And then I thought all of those people were people that she knew, like, that she wanted to meet all her friends. And then I realized that it felt like extras. And that felt awkward. Yeah, I mean, but that's, it's, it's a bachelor date at the end of the day. It's not like Victoria is actually organizing this, like, hometown Event. See, in my mind, the girls organized the event and I put a lot of <laughs> no, judgment on them. That's why I'm sure like, they have ideas ooh, of what they'd like to do. Personalized jerseys, Madison, very thoughtful, nice touch. Oh, yeah, nice Madison touch. went and, like, ordered the jerseys. Like, when she, she called up Charles Barkley and was like, okay, I'm going to need you to right. record this video. Yeah, I'm sure they mind. give ideas and things that they want to do, but then the producers go, like, and do the logistics and make it happen. So, yeah, so that's an... I just thought it was, like, funny, and it just, I mean, like, gives them a good, like, redo, and I was like, oh, so this is how Victoria would actually be acting if it wasn't Chase Rice, her ex-boyfriend, um, performing uh, last time. She actually is having fun, and they're dancing, and they're doing right. the whole thing. And then she basically says she won the date, because she's like, go home, everybody else, which is like, oh, and there you are. You're still in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, then we get into the drama. Yes. Um, Connor from... Hannah Brown season, I, I think. Connor right? S. Or Connor... Yeah, Connor S. Uh, like, coined the phrase... This, this yeah, Connor. Yeah, that guy, Connor. Okay. Um, he coined the phrase Blurissa because the girl who came to talk to Peter's name was Marissa, but... Love that. But she was blurred, Good obviously. job, Connor. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love some vocal fry. Obviously... Producer plant. Yeah. I mean, so what? This is a girl, Marissa, who used to live in L.A. and then dated Peter and then moved back to Virginia Beach. What are the chances? Um, I don't know. What did you think of her in general and this whole thing? I just think if they were going to do this, if they were going to bring up this stuff, I think they needed to be more specific with it. Like, have... Unfortunately, and I understand why they probably couldn't get this because these women don't want to be involved. Like, have a woman that was, like... (laughs) <laughs> scorned by the situation like marissa is just like sharing hearsay at this point she's like well just like i know like she's done this but like didn't really give specifics well you know what like what yeah, yeah steve yeah. said which is that she's like slept with married men or broken up marriages or whatever yeah. which i wish that that was specified yes because but i do think there's a, a legal thing in there which is why they kept it vague yeah um because i think then Victoria F. could, like, sue She for. really, really, and we see based on her actions, but also just what people have said, like, really, really did not want that to get out, which I have, just, why would you come on this show? Whatever. I thought yeah. that the blurred face, honestly, was weird. Nobody else there had a blurred face. Well, because people were also saying, too, the reason why they did that, I mean, and maybe Marissa just wanted it that, but it's like... I don't think she actually wanted to be anonymous because we all know who she is. She's been in magazines now or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
I think it was so that they could edit her voice to cut out all the things that they didn't want to get out and aired. I read that as well. Without it, like, looking so obvious, which makes sense. And so, yeah, apparently she, apparently the Peter, the, I can't speak, apparently the conversation she had with Peter was much longer, obviously, than what we saw. And she did give more specifics about the situations. Mm. But I do think ABC, like, can't air stuff like that without, like, Oh, okay. Worry, being worried about being sued by for like defamation or something. Well, I do like that then that because he 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 was devastated. I mean, he was so happy, and then he was just devastated. And from what we saw in the conversation, it felt like not enough that would make him that upset. But that yeah. makes more sense how upset he was if there was more said, which is fine because Peter does have a, like a right to know, and if and that seemed to be a genuine mutual connection that they had. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I was fine with it because I don't like her. That's the thing is, like, I don't like her and it's a TV show. So on one hand, I'm like, yeah, air it. Like, let's see. But that does kind of suck to be, especially, like, I'm not defending what Victoria F. has done. Like, she did a lot of really shitty things. But then to be here and, like, and to meet someone that is really cute and you get along with and you guys are having a good time. And then to have a stranger be like, oh, these are all the shitty things she did in the past and have that kind of blow up and ruin everything. I could, like, I think that that, that sucks. is, I think that's totally fair. I think for me, it was just, it was nice in the later moments to finally see Peter, not that he stuck with it, he still sucks, y'all, but to finally see Peter come to some sort of realization that he should not be treated the way that she treats him. For but five seconds. Did he seconds. get to that realization? For five whole seconds he did, which is so pathetic that it took all of that to I make know. him see that. Like, it is, that's so bad. But it finally seemed to be the thing that, like, pushed it over the edge a little bit for him to finally grow a pair and be like, wait, what? Like, no, you can't speak to me this way. Or, like, no, like, this is not okay. Yeah. So we can get into that. Let's do it. He gets out of the car. Her baby voice somehow is magically back. (laughs) They sit down on the steps to talk. Mm -hmm. I thought that Peter handled it really well. Yeah, he didn't accuse her. That's the thing is it's like he was so He didn't accuse her. He was like, this is just something I've heard. Would you like to share your side of the story here? And let's work it out. immediately she jumps into, this is so much drama. I don't want to do this. What are we going to say? What am I going to say? Blah, 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 blah. She's totally just like. Deflecting. Deny, deny, deny. Deflecting the entire thing. And notice she made a scene in the episode and never had to talk about it. Pretty much. Well, because then she turned it around to like, well, you're you're focusing yep. on what this random girl said instead of coming to meet my family. Like, you thought this was more important to do than meet my family right now and totally changed the whole thing so that, we're, yeah, we're never going to address that again. Otherwise, she'd be like, are you serious? You still care about what Marissa had to say? Yep. Um, yeah. Some, yeah. Somebody said she's literally sitting there thinking, okay, how am I going to get out of this one? I guess just throw a temper tantrum. And it worked. Um, it did. Um, Peter's, excuse me, was excellent. I liked when he said, excuse me, because I was like, oh, finally, Peter. And then he asked her, do you ever fight for anything you want? And then I think he says that. And she's just like, really? You, like, you haven't seen me fight, right? Oh, well, that's funny. Like, she's a child. Such a child. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like we've just, week after week, just beating over the head that, like, Victoria F. is not someone you want to be in a long-term relationship with. That's... At least right now, the way she is... Like, you know what I mean? I'm, people are not their past. People can learn and grow and move on from shitty things that they've done. Absolutely. They're not always damned f- for whatever they yeah. did. But she's clearly someone who can't 
like talk through any amount of conflict she actually does emotionally abusive tactics to gaslight the other person into then apologizing to her when something comes up that she probably did have to explain herself for like if she had said like look yeah like i was in a really bad place i was like i did some really shitty things and i feel terrible about them but like i can't change it type thing and i'm sorry or, or i've moved on from it or even I know what you're talking about. It, I really don't want to talk about it in this situation. I would be happy to tell you that in confidence, but it's just not something I'm willing to talk about. Yeah. Or even, like, like I boundary. know what you're talking about. Like, Whatever. we're okay. Let's go meet my family and, like, do this thing and, like, we can talk about this another time. Yeah, because you're one away from fantasy suits where you can have those conversations. The cameras aren't there. Like, I understand if this is something that really gives you a lot of shame and you really don't want to talk about it on TV, but this was not the way to handle it. But I don't think, I think what we've said a thousand times is she's not, she's not ready to be in a relationship. Right. Like, she's just, she hasn't done the self-work that she not, needs to Yeah, do. not only not ready, emotionally immature and borderline abusive and you don't want to be, no all in on a relationship like like when he starts apologizing and then she's like well I adore you I was gonna tell you I'm falling in love with you like she dangles all the things that she knows that he is looking for and he wants to hear from her and then Peter kind of like stands up for himself and then she straight up says why are you so willing to stay and I'm sitting there going yeah seriously could someone explain like why I almost felt like in that moment that she was like baiting him right she's like well that like almost like it wasn't it was it wasn't why do you want me so much yeah it's like well then why why do you stay peter yeah it was like a bait to try to get him to be like because i love you victoria blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. and he didn't really say that but it it came off that that's what she was trying to do it wasn't like a genuine question honestly and then all of a sudden he's hugging her and saying you deserve to be loved don't push that away like Again, going back to what you originally said from the jump of the season, that Peter has a savior complex, and that is what's going on with Victoria. Yes, and it's still going on. They, they Very much. They talked it over the next morning, and she said that was weird. At the, and he's like, yeah. I don't okay. even... Yeah, what did they even say in the hotel room? They were just like... Um, she shows up to the hotel room. She says... Oh, no, Peter says to her, I feel like you don't want me to love you the way I want to love you, so I get confused, and we don't understand each other, and we don't communicate. And I was like, okay, so, yeah, that's not going to change. Like, those are foundations of a relationship. Like, maybe one of those things you can fix. All of it, just walk away. I don't know why he is fighting so hard for her. I don't get it. Because we haven't seen many positive interactions between them. So yeah. it's just very well, weird. Well, it's hard, like, her family, though, especially that clip at the end, her family seems great. They seem very yeah, yeah, sure. I, like, I felt bummed we didn't get to meet them. I felt very gypped, at, like, gypped <laughs> for not getting to meet Victoria's family. Yeah. I really would have liked to have seen how that came to be. Yeah. I mean, I struggle, too, with, I've seen friends and seen situations where people are in relationships that are unhealthy but it's hard to kind of get away from it or kind of like cut it off because then you'll be alone and you have to start all over right like that Mm -hmm. that idea of like cutting the cord and the change and redoing everything is really scary that's what I don't get in Peter's case because it's like you have so many other girls that you are equally if not more into that are also like you don't have to be alone if you if you get rid of Victoria F you like you're getting closer to being in a more serious relationship with everyone else. It's just, that's what I don't get why in situations like this, 
And I almost felt, I think I said the same thing about Hannah B with, with the whole Luke thing. It's like, I get why abusive relationships are so hard to leave. Yes. This one, I, I'm not really getting it because you have like all these other options of wonderful people. And in Hannah B's situation, I got it from the fact that we knew she was really self-conscious going into the season. We knew that from the beginning, Luke P like really just kind of fed into that. And that's kind of what yeah. kept it going. But in Peter's case, it's not like Victoria F has been like his number one fan from the beginning. She's basically tried to run away from him on every single date that they've been on. So I don't know what met like I don't know how that's kind of like fulfilling his need to just at least feel like okay, someone here likes me. Right. Is it the chase? Like is it? The I think chase? it's the chase because I think like he's so into Madison too, and in my view, like she's fine, she's cute, but like. They're not compatible. Logically, this makes no freaking sense. Yeah. But she's the only one who hasn't said she's falling in love. So it's just kind of, it's like, it's that chase for the validation, right? Like, he's gotten it from Hannah Ann. He had gotten it from Kelsey. And now it's like, okay, the only two he can't get that validation from That's is Madison and Victoria F. And totally. he wants everyone to love him, I guess. He really does. Aw. So Fantasy Sweets next week. It should be interesting. Yes. Heartbreaks for Kelsey, but I think she's better off. I'm glad that she went this week and not next week. Yes, and I think he, as much as he should have just maybe at that point maybe eliminated Kelsey and Victoria, right. I think that's kind of why default she, by default she got it because I think he knew. Bringing her to the fantasy suites when she feels so strongly about him and he doesn't, like, that's just mean. That's wrong. Um, they're going to Australia. Exciting. Never I, been. Love to see it. <laughs> he said that and I was like, they're going to fly. That's a long flight. They're going to fly all the way to Australia. Like, I was like, oh, I was tired thinking about all the traveling. And that's why I was thinking that's probably why they went back to L.A. Because they all need to, like, get closer. So, so then they, they, they can, can go to Australia from L.A. Oh, true. But, um, yeah. I, I'm curious to see how this all goes down. I feel like the season has been really leading up to this. Yes. So we'll see. I mean, I've said my piece. I think Madison should have told him her ultimatum way sooner. And I think if it does come down to her telling him right before it's a little immature but we'll see what he does time will tell mr Peter. you i don't know i don't even know what he is um so yeah follow us on twitter at what oh the rose and fucking thorn the rose and thorn yeah rose and thorn oh why it can be however you want it but i can't believe you were gonna skip it i forgot this is everyone's most favorite part you're right, you're Literally right. no one's ever said that to me, but um, if it's your favorite part, let me know so I can keep fighting to keep it. All right, my rose goes to Hannah Ann, I think. Okay. Yeah, T. Wow. I think, I think she and Peter are the most compatible. Like, if Peter actually wants a girlfriend out of all of this, and it's not Hannah Brown, it should be Hannah Ann. She's a girl I think he could actually date in Los Angeles that would fit into his lifestyle. He can go do his pilot shit. She can go be an influencer. And she seems very sweet. I don't think she doesn't care about him. It's just probably not as intense as they both think it is. But they'll figure it out eventually. And my thorn. I mean, should I do the obvious one? Okay. I mean, obviously the obvious, obvious one is Victoria F. But I also think a bit of a thorn is these producers, right? Like... Also, like, Victoria F. has not been able to catch a break. Like, they did the Chase Rice thing to fuck with her. They did this whole thing to fuck with her. And, I mean, what she did was really, really, really bad. That's, like, next level. But, like, doesn't everyone have some sort of shit that you could find someone to say something awful about you? I'm not, like, trying to discredit what's been said about her. I think that's definitely true. And 
it's awful, but I someone think, could find someone about me to say, like, I said, I I don't know what they would say about me, but, like, you get what I'm saying. Everyone has their shit, and I, she's just been, like, attacked this whole time. I do, but I also think that part of that is because of the way that she has acted the whole time. Yeah. If she came onto the show and she was this sweet and genuine and nice person and, like, really seemed to care about Peter and didn't do all this manipulation stuff and wasn't somebody that the audience was going to clearly not like, they wouldn't do that, right? They save the people who are nice and who they, like, want to make look good. If they want to make you look good, they do. Yeah. I just think that they saw how she acted and they were like, people aren't going to like her, let's let's light it up. And she just does not have the personality to be able to handle it gracefully and that even drama. even to be like look yeah no this was something in my past I apologized I'm sorry like I don't want this to affect our relationship I'm trying to move forward with my life yeah like she didn't do any of that no hate to see it all right what are yours my rose I was gonna give it to Kelsey because you know I love Kelsey but I've already spoke on that my rose I'm gonna give to Victoria F's family Okay. Because I loved that clip at the end. I thought they were very funny. They just seemed, like, really cool. And as much as I'm not her biggest release, I'm not a fan of her, in the driveway, like, that, I felt for them. Yeah. Because that's your person, and she's hurting. I'm like, I just, that moment, like, that must have been really hard for all of them. Yeah. And you sit here, and you let this camera crew into your house, and maybe not even your house. You move all your stuff to a new house. You got all this fake food on your table that you can't eat. You're sitting around waiting, and you don't even get to meet Peter. Like, I kind of, I felt for them. Yeah. So they get my rose. And my thorn goes to Peter because wishy-washy McGee needs to get it together. <sighs> yeah. I don't think he's going to get it together. I think that we're going to have a train wreck of an ending of the season. And I really think there's a lot of pressure on the producers to cast better um, on the Bachelorette season because they can't do a third season in a row of no good ending. I know. It's I don't really think been... that's not going to work out. They've, they had been on a roll for a while, right? Like, traditionally, Bachelor's usually doesn't work out. But Bachelorette, at least, you could always count. And I'm not faulting Hannah B at all for it. But just having, like, two in a row that just seems so messy and, like, not really getting a genuine love story for two in a row is, like, that's a little rough. Right. And even Bachelor in Paradise, we didn't get it, right? Because all those couples have broken up. Yeah. So we have not received because any love. Because really, I feel like in the past they used to, yes, there's drama, but they would at least try to have, like, four or five people that were genuinely picks for the lead that we really thought yes. could work for them. And I feel like they just have been prioritizing the drama over actually getting a match for someone. Absolutely. And they can do both. Like, you did it before. So, we are geo-producers. Do better. Yeah. And that's all from so us we're pretty this over week. it. If we weren't doing this podcast, I don't know if I would still be watching. I absolutely would have stopped watching this season. So. I would have stopped watching weeks ago. That's the tea, honestly. That's the tea. All right, well, now I can say it. Follow me on Instagram, at JackMaroney underscore. Follow us on Instagram, at BachelorBlab. Don't follow Erin. And see you at overnights, y'all. Woo! Do you want to do an outro? Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> That's the outro. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.